Denver Broncos cheerleaders, and you're listening to Sports Crunch with DCROM. Kittens are. This is Sports Crunch with D-Crom. I'm your host, David Cromelo. And by the time you hear this, we will be less than three weeks away from the start of the 2021 NFL regular season, which means fantasy football league drafts are fast approaching. Because of that, we've decided to give you all one final fantasy football study session here on Sports Crunch to help you win your draft and dominate your league all season long. And to do just that, I am thrilled to welcome back a very special friend to the program. Nearly a decade ago, I began my journey into the world of sports media by writing articles for a startup website called FirstStopFantasy.com, which was run by this aforementioned friend. He is Vancouver, BC zone, Mike Denty, and he is truly one of the best fantasy football minds on this planet, and I am not being hyperbolic, folks. Since then, Mike has gone on to win numerous fantasy titles and has contributed to FantasyPros.com and RotoBaller.com. Mike, it is such an honor to have you with us again. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Dave. And uh, wow, that's an amazing introduction. I don't know if I deserve that much, but uh, thank you. You're very welcome, Mike. You, you deserve it. You got me started on this journey, and I'm forever grateful to you helping me get started here. And now let's uh, talk some fantasy. Based on everything we've seen and or heard out of training camp and preseason action thus far, which player's fantasy stock has gone up the most? And which player stock has fallen the most in your view? Um, man, it fluctuates so much right now. Every, every single day in August, it changes. Every training camp story you hear or any big play made in camp or in preseason, it, it totally fluctuates. Um, so I can't give you a, a definitive answer on that. Uh, I got a few guys that, that I'm targeting. Um, but yeah, it just changes instantly. Tis the NFL, it absolutely changes instantly, but can you think of any player who's seen his stock go up significantly and any player who's seen their stock fall significantly? Yeah, so a um, couple guys I have noted um, rising up the charts, Antonio Gibson. Um, lots of talk of him kind of in a Christian McCaffrey role, or calling it. Uh, I think it was Kyle Allen that said that and played with McCaffrey in uh, Carolina. Um not sure. I don't know what he means by that. I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to jump into catching 80, 90 balls in a season or anything like that. I think they like uh, J.D. McKissick quite a bit as a receiving receiving back there. Um, I think he will have quite a bit of usage, but um, I'm a little skeptical uh, of him jumping up into like a top seven, top eight, where I'm seeing him go now. Um, a guy that has dropped... Not necessarily recently, but Saquon Barkley, we were talking about uh, in May, he was going kind of third, fourth overall. Um, he's dropped down to, as far as I've seen him go in the second round of quite a few drafts, obviously um, injuries are a concern there. Um, and then another guy that kind of dropped and is going back up now is Jonathan Taylor. Um, obviously you have the injury news with Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. And not only that, of course, uh, Quentin Nelson as well. So uh, he's a guy that kind of fell down to the second round and he's kind of rising back up the charts now as well. Um, yeah, aside from that, a couple other guys, um, 
James Robinson saw his ADP drop about a round over the last month. Obviously, there's a lot of hype around uh, Travis Etienne there. And uh, even Carlos Hyde's getting some work in uh, in the preseason. So who knows what's uh, what's going on in Jacksonville? Who knows indeed. And you mentioned Antonio Gibson and Saquon Barkley and Jonathan Taylor. And speaking of running backs, we both know that running back, aside from the real NFL, is the most valuable position in fantasy football. And when you look at the running back position this year, there's a big four and then there's a drop off after that. The big four, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, not necessarily in that order. But in terms of that position, who are your favorite running backs in fantasy this season outside those top four? Uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm kind of going back to my roots of just trying to get the running backs early because, um, you know, the last few years, there's been a lot of the zero running back strategies, um, a lot of, you know, get your stud receivers early and that sort of thing. Not only the top four that you mentioned this year, I, I, I think there's still quite a few quality kind of low end RB ones. Uh, and RB2s, like David Montgomery, somebody I'm targeting as an RB2. Um, Joe Mixon, I like quite a bit. Uh, Najee Harris for Pittsburgh, I think he's going to have a, a every down roll, probably 85, 90% of the touches out of the backfield there. So there's quite a few guys I really feel like you can grab in the second round and start out with two real strong running backs. I noticed a huge drop-off after, say, the top 30 top 35 guys um, at that point like I look at the list and I'm just like I don't even want any of these running backs on my team so I, I think it's pretty crucial to grab your grab your backs early this year absolutely Mike that is my strategy as well and Dave Richard of CBS Sports told me the exact same thing grab those running backs early this season and in most seasons as well and one of the keys to not just prevailing in fantasy football, but in literally anything, is to be willing to go against the grain when it comes to groupthink. Are there any players you're considerably higher on than most, Mike? Um, yeah, the guy that comes to mind for me right away is uh, Brandon Ayuk. Um, he is rising up too. He's, he's kind of a, seems to be around that 24, 25 mark in terms of like his average draft position for receivers. Um, he's somebody who I could see in a top 10 this year. Um, obviously, I might be a bit biased being a Niners fan, but just watching him play, I really feel like he's, he's the next kind of star in this league. Um, for the wide receiver position, I like him. At quarterback, there's a few guys I like. Um, Jalen Hurts, I think uh, he's being drafted pretty much around the 11-12 range for quarterbacks. And he's another guy with with a lot of potential, especially because he does it on the ground. Um, I think that's a key with QBs. You want to get guys that can rush for a lot of yards. It adds up so quick. It gives you that high floor every week, as opposed to, you know, needing your quarterback to throw for 300 yards and a couple of TDs. You can have a poor passing game and just rush for 50, 60 yards and get your point total off that way. So um, Jalen Hurts is a guy I like. Um, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, a lot of these rushing quarterbacks that are going are going later definitely and now it's time to play a game called this or that and in this game i mentioned two options at a certain position and you tell me which of those options you prefer and why starting with the running back position do you prefer david montgomery or jk dobbins and why montgomery big time for me um dobbins look i 
Baltimore, great ground game, but you got Lamar Jackson there uh, who's going to rush for a ton of yards. He's going to run some TDs in. Um, they love Gus Edwards. They just re-signed him to a, a pretty decent contract. Um, he's going to have some usage this year, especially around the goal line. I think Dobbins, I, I'm not expecting him to get many touches inside the five, inside the 10-yard line. Um, and I don't think his receiving uh, potential is that high either. So for me, I, I like Montgomery a lot more. I think he's going to be a lot closer to an every down back. Obviously, they brought in Damian Williams, who will steal some uh, receiving work. But um, aside from that, Montgomery, I'm expecting a pretty, pretty solid year from him. Oh, absolutely. Very good point, especially when it comes to those goal line touches. Uh, you want your running backs to deliver you touchdowns as well as yards. And if you don't think your running back is going to get you those goal line touches, uh, you better take the one that is. And now to a PPR format, do you prefer Nick Chubb or Antonio Gibson? It's a pretty close one. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Gibson. Um, I think he's got, uh, I think he'll get a little more receiving work. I think Washington's got a great line. So does Cleveland. Um, I look at Nick Chubb. I see Kareem Hunt there as well. Always kind of concerns me. There was a, a point of last year where Hunt was almost putting up very similar point, uh, point per game totals in fantasy, especially in PPR formats. Um, so yeah, for me, it's, it's Gibson there. I think Washington's going to run the ball a lot. I think he's going to be the main guy and, um, yeah, he's just got more of that receiving potential. He most certainly does, but you would prefer Najee Harris over both of them, whether PPR or non PPR, correct? Very close for me with Harris and Gibson. I, I would go with Harris just because, uh, what I mentioned earlier, I really feel like he's going to be one of the top running backs in terms of usage this year. And I think Pittsburgh's going to transition to just, you know, pounding the ball. Uh, they do have three great receivers there, but Big Ben struggles to stay healthy. He's getting older. And I think it's quite clear when you take a running back in the first round, what your, uh, what your plans are for the upcoming season. Most definitely. And staying with the running backs for a moment, let's talk about two running backs that could see themselves drafted in the first round in many, many leagues, Aaron Jones, or Austin Eckler, which one do you prefer? I like Aaron Jones better there. Um, Eckler's awesome, great receiving back. I just worry about him uh, in terms of goal line work and just being a, a featured every down back. I don't know if he can be a workhorse, uh, whereas Aaron Jones has proven that he can. Uh, I think he'll have more touches, both play for explosive offenses. Um, but yeah, I just trust Aaron Jones a little more there. Very good point, especially with those goal line touches, as you alluded to previously. And now on the wide receivers, do you prefer Allen Robinson or CeeDee Lamb? I like Robinson. That's really close. I like Robinson a little bit more there. Um, Cowboys pass the ball a ton. They've got three pretty good receivers there, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and uh, Michael Gallup. So I, I think it's going to be hard for Lamb to live up to – the draft type of being kind of a top 10 fantasy receiver. He can do it. He has the talent. He has the skill. Um, but I believe, you know, Cooper's been the main guy for Prescott, you know, over the years and, and Lamb's not, uh, he's not a shoe in to be the wide receiver one there. I think it could be like a wide receiver one, a one B thing. But um, when I look at Allen Robinson, I don't see a ton of um, competition for targets. Obviously there's uh, Darnell Mooney who's, who's, a sleeper 
could have a pretty good season, but um, you know, Alan Robinson's the alpha there and I'd take him over Lamb right now. Uh, Yes. And with either Andy Dalton or Justin Fields playing quarterback and uh, the odds are we're going to see both of them play this year here in Chicago, Alan Robinson, you can argue that those are the two best quarterbacks he's ever going to play with in his career, arguably. So Alan Robinson could have a career season this year in fantasy and in reality. So Alan Robinson, definitely slightly over CD lamb for me as well. And now on to like one B receivers on their respective teams, Adam Thielen or Tyler Lockett. I'm going to go with Lockett there. Um, I trust Wilson more than I trust cousins. I mean, both are going to, you know, cousins is, is a good enough quarterback to uh, he's proven that he, you know, he's good enough to support two receivers. Um, Thielen had a pretty good season last year. I just trust Seattle throwing the ball a little more than I, than I do Minnesota. I think they will be, more of a passing team than the Vikings will. Um, obviously, the Vikings got Dalvin Cook, who they're going to you know, feed the ball to. Um, and, yeah, I just love the, the big play that Lockett can give you. You know, he can take it to the house in any play. He's got that, that uh, deep ball potential. And, um, yeah, he's got Russell Wilson throwing him the ball. So Yeah, who helps. throws a better <laughs> deep ball than Russell Wilson? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tyler Lockett over Adam Thielen. And you mentioned Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk or Jamar Chase? Yeah, I'm going Ayuk there. Um, Similar situation with Jamar Chase, uh, as I referred to with C.D. Lamb. I I think, you know, he's he's got Tyler Boyd there um, and T. Higgins as well. Two really good receivers. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Chase was the third receiver on that team this year in terms of fantasy points. Um, it could go any way. It could be a pretty close split, but I think Ayuk's going to be, I think he'll turn into the alpha in San Francisco, aside from George Kittle, of course, but as in terms of wide receiver, I think he'll be the clear wide receiver one. Yeah. That athleticism with Brandon Ayuk is just unreal. And you saw Trey Lance looking for him as his first read in that preseason game last week. So Brandon Ayuk definitely a case for him over Jamar Chase there. Now on to tight ends. Kyle Pitts or Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews um, by quite a bit for me. Uh, You know, Kyle Pitts is one of those guys that a lot of hype around him, obviously amazing athletic profile. The tight end position, it's just so hard as a rookie to come in and just dominate in the NFL. It's rare. It's very difficult to do. I think the targets will be there for him in Atlanta with Julio Jones out. Um, but you know what? I look at Mark Andrews and look at Baltimore's receivers right now. You got Marquise Brown injured. You got Rashad Bateman injured. Um, you know, they got Sammy Watkins. Who's, yeah, he can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy. He's probably going to be injured at some point. Um, so, you know, I, I think Andrews is going to be the clear number one there for, for the first little bit in the season anyhow and, and probably um, throughout. Absolutely. Very good point there. And now on to two other tight ends that uh, come in slightly behind that big top six that I mentioned in the past, Logan Thomas or Irv Smith Jr. I like Logan Thomas. Um, I've got him probably don't have my official rankings up right now, but I, I I've got him at least five or six spots ahead of Irv Smith. And I like Irv Smith as a sleeper, but just going back to the Vikings, you know, we talked about them being a run first team. Uh, the problem when you're a run first team, when you pass it, they also have Justin Jefferson. They got Adam Thielen, as you mentioned. 
Irv Smith, best case scenario is the number three receiver. And then Dalvin Cook can catch it out of the backfield too. So, you know, Irv, Irv Smith could be their, their fourth target in the passing game. Um, when I look at Logan Thomas, he was on the field, I think more than any other tight end last year. It was somewhere top three anyhow. And um, yeah, they got Terry McLaurin there. Curtis Samuel's a bit banged up. I, I just, I think there's going to be more targets for, for Logan Thomas. And now on to quarterbacks. And this is a difficult one. Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? Yeah, you're twisting my arm there with the two, the two rushing quarterbacks that I like <laughs> uh, quite a bit. Uh, Kyler Murray's actually my, my number two rated quarterback this season. Um, I got Lamar at number four, I believe. Um, so for me, it's, it's Kyler Murray. I like his weapons a lot more. He's got DeAndre Hopkins there. Um, they got uh, spacing out here on the number two. Um, Rondale Moore, he's a rookie, but he's no slouch. Rondale Moore, yeah, yeah, he's going to be playing the slot, and they're going to get him the ball quite a bit. Um, who knows if A.J. Green's got anything left. But, uh, yeah, I, just, I, I like his weapons a little bit more. Obviously, Lamar's got some banged-up receivers there in Baltimore. Yes, and, 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 and uh, to add to that, I mean, Arizona, they don't really have that proven run game. You know, when I look at Baltimore, I see a team that's just going to run the ball a lot. And with, with Arizona, I think Kyler Murray's going to step back and throw, throw, throw. So, yeah. Yeah, he'll either step back and throw or run it himself in Arizona. And I also wanted to add that Lewis Riddick of ESPN, uh, he's going to be calling the Cardinals Chiefs preseason game on Friday night. And he said that he was very impressed by what he saw with AJ Green in practice for what that's worth. So um, keep it in your file um, when you're trying to decide between Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. And last but not least, Trevor Lawrence or Jalen Hurts? I like Jalen Hurts there a bit more. Um, just as I alluded to earlier with the, uh, you know, the rushing potential, the rushing upside, it's just huge in quarterbacks. It's huge. Um, you know, I even think back to when Tim Tebow was playing QB and, and he was, you know, you being a Broncos fan, you know how that went. But uh, as a fantasy quarterback, I mean, he was pretty solid, you know, and uh, I, I think it's just, it gives you that higher floor. I think Lawrence is going to have a pretty good season. I think he, he can, you know, uh, finish as a, as a QB one in, in the top 12 range, but um, I want that rushing upside. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence says rushing upside too, but he throws a lot more than Jalen Hurts does. And that's probably why you like Jalen Hurts uh, quite a bit more for a late round quarterback option. And now let's play everybody's favorite fantasy football game to play on a podcast. It's called buy or sell. And in this game, I just uh, say something and you tell me whether you buy or sell what I'm saying. Justin Herbert will be a top five fantasy quarterback in 2021. Buy or sell? Sell, sell, sell. Uh, I love Justin Herbert. Great quarterback. Um, for him to be a top five fantasy quarterback, he's got to throw for 40 plus touchdowns. I think 4,500 plus at least uh, passing yards. I, I just, you know what, just as I said earlier with the Russian quarterbacks, man, I, I think how, how is he going to finish above, you know, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, uh, and then you got guys like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, who's not really a Russian quarterback, but from a, a passing standpoint, I think he's going to be better than Herbert. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to sell that. Marvin Jones, not DJ Chark, will be the most productive Jaguars wide receiver in fantasy this season. Buy or sell? I love it. I'm buying I'm buying. Um, I think there's three potential guys that can be the top receiver in Jacksonville, but uh, I, I love Marvin Jones. I, I think he's a real underrated receiver. Um, even in Detroit, there was a lot of, you know, 
there's Kenny Galladay kind of stealing the sunshine there, but Marvin Jones was a really, really good receiver for them. I think he can step in and, and be the top guy in Jacksonville this year. Yeah, and you saw Trevor Lawrence looking his way all the time. And with the defenses, they're going to try to devote a lot of resources to stop DJ Chark. Marvin Jones will be the security blanket. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yes, and a similar situation at wide receiver in Carolina, where given his history with Sam Donald, Robbie Anderson, not DJ Moore, is the Panthers wide receiver for fantasy owners to target in drafts. Better to target in terms of draft position? Uh, yes. I'm still going to sell that. I, I, I'm a pretty big DJ Moore fan. He is just so talented. Um, I, I think he's the, the clear cut number one there. And I'm actually intrigued to even see uh, Terrace Marshall to see what he can do. Um, I think Robbie Anderson is going to be pretty reliant on the deep ball. I think DJ Moore is just going to be the more consistent kind of uh, number one receiver there. So uh, I'm going to go with DJ Moore. And on to Indy, where unless both Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson make major strides in their recoveries in the coming weeks, you should let someone else draft Jonathan Taylor by yourself. I'm going to sell. Um, I, I, uh, Taylor's just, I, I think he's an outstanding running back. Um, I think Nelson and Wentz are both kind of trending upwards. I don't know if they'll be ready for week one, but I don't anticipate them missing a ton of time. So um, I, I think Taylor can definitely return value on being that late first, early sec, second round player. Um, my only concern with Taylor is, They've got two other pretty good backs there with Naheem Hines and Marlon Mack. And I am eager to see kind of how they play that backfield with the three of them. But if he gets the touches, what I, which I expect he will, I think he could be a top five, top seven fantasy running back this year. And last but not least in buy or sell, given the inevitable net negative regression to the mean and touchdown percentage that is coming, you should let someone else draft Aaron Rodgers, buy or sell. Buy unless he falls pretty far in the draft. I, I still, you know, I like Jalen Hurts in his draft position better than I like Aaron Rodgers. I would rather wait and grab a guy like uh, Jalen Hurts um, or even, you know, grabbing a guy like Trey Lance. Don't know if he's going to start week one, but there's a lot of options. Um, you know, you can grab Trey Lance and then pick somebody like a, you know, Trevor Lawrence or a Matthew Stafford, something like that. One of those guys who can start the season for you. And then once Lance takes over, because I believe he will take over at some point. And when he does, I think you have a potential top five fantasy quarterback there. So I'm going to sell Rogers and, and kind of wait on my quarterbacks a bit more. I agree with you there, Mike, and name some players you are personally avoiding at each of the skill positions, starting with quarterback. Uh, with quarterback, yeah, I'm going to say I'm, I'm avoiding the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, um, the Justin Herbert's, the guys that are going kind of in that top seven, top eight range for QBs that don't really have that rushing upside. Um, I generally like to wait on my quarterbacks anyways and just grab someone a bit later. So for QB, I, I would say kind of one of those three guys or all three of those guys, I should say. And running back. Uh, for running back, I would say I'm a little skeptical with, with Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, obviously coming off major injury is a huge concern. I look at the Giants offense, and I'm just, I don't know if their offense is going to be efficient enough for him to be a first-round running back this year. Obviously, 
the talent is there and everything um, he's proven that, but there's just too much risk for a first round pick for me there. And wide receiver. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wide receiver. I would say guys like CD lamb, um, Chris Godwin. I'm a little concerned with them. I, those teams that have the two or three really good receivers, I feel like the ball is going to get split between them. When you look at Tampa Bay, I see Mike Evans being a touchdown guy there. I see Antonio Brown getting quite a few receptions, um, you know, out of the slaughter, even if he moves out wide. Uh, I think Godwin will be good. I just don't know if he'll be consistent enough to be going where he's going, which is 15th overall ECR for um, wide receivers right now on fantasy pros. So uh, I'd avoid Chris Godwin. Um, I have some concern with Terry McLaurin in Washington. I just, he's going super early. Um, and I just think they're going to be a run first team. And I think they have a real strong defense. I don't know if they're going to get many shootouts. If I'm taking a QB, uh, sorry, a wide receiver really early, I want somebody who's going to be kind of in the shootouts with other teams, getting a lot of points back and forth, not somebody that's going to be on a run first team. So um, Terry McLaurin's another guy I'm concerned about. And which players are you avoiding at tight end? Tight end, Kyle Pitts, um, as I alluded to earlier with his uh, just being a rookie and, and making that impact in the first year is so difficult. And he's going in that same range as um, Mark Andrews and, and TJ Hawkinson. Um, so for me, it's, it's definitely Kyle Pitts there. He is Mike Denty, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him on Twitter at First Stop Fantasy. That's one ST Stop Fantasy. And Mike, thank you so much once again for joining us tonight. But before we let you go, it's time for you to answer one of uh, your favorite questions that you like answering as a fantasy football analyst. You know as well as I do that fantasy drafts are usually one in the latter half, which are rounds eight through 16. Name some players at each of those skill positions with the potential to become huge steals who will likely be available in that range. Starting with the quarterback position, you mentioned Jalen Hurts. Anybody else other than Jalen Hurts come to mind? Uh, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, two guys that can go super late. Again, um, we don't know if they're going to start week one, so just have that backup plan. Pick a QB that can start for the first few weeks for you if they're not. Um, even Taysom Hill, uh, if he starts for the Saints, I think he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. Oh, that would be a very, very, very wild thing to happen in my opinion, but uh, you bring up a good point. How about at running back? Who are some big running back steals waiting for you in rounds eight through 16? Uh, man, you know, I mentioned earlier that after that top 35 at running back, I am just, I almost don't want anybody. Um, I'm looking at the dolphins though. Um, Cause I, I don't know if Miles Gaskin is going to be the guy based on what we're seeing in uh, with the preseason usage and, and talk on a training camp. And I really don't think Malcolm Brown is going to be the guy. So Salvin Ahmad, I, I like quite a bit. Um, he's a big play guy. I think he has the potential to be a steal and pretty much like the 15th, 16th, 17th round. He's going super late. So he's somebody you could target. Oh, yes. And the Dolphins, uh, keep in mind, they plan on taking Javante Williams with their second round pick at 36 overall until the Broncos uh, jumped out ahead of them to steal Javante Williams from them. And that tells me they want somebody to take on most of the load uh, at that running back position. And uh, if they think that's Salvin Ahmed, um, then maybe that's a worthwhile investment in your later rounds. Very good call there, Mike. What about wide receiver? Late round wide receivers that could be steals, rounds 8 through 16. Uh, we talked about Marvin Jones. 
he's going, he's about the 47th, 48th ranked receiver right now. I think he can be the number one in Jacksonville, and I think they're going to pass the ball a ton. So there's some uh, upside there. I like uh, Devontae Smith from the Eagles. Um, I think he'll be their number one this year. Corey Davis is another guy that, that kind of, he's got that wide receiver one profile. Um, and the Jets are a team that I expect to be trailing quite a bit, throwing the football a lot. I don't think they have much on the ground this year. Um, so uh, Corey Davis is another guy. Um, yeah. And who else? Cole Beasley. I, I, not, not really a, a big sleeper in terms of, he's not going to be like a top 10 guy for you, but a real solid wide receiver three. That's got a 56 wide receiver rank right now. So uh, Cole Beasley's another guy to target late. And last but not least, a potential mid late round steal at tight end. Tight end. Um, we talked about Logan Thomas. I like him a lot. He's the eighth ranked tight end on fantasy pros right now. Um, he was fifth in fantasy points per game last year, played a ton of snaps. I think it'll be a similar story this year. Um, I like Joe new Smith in new England. I think uh, obviously we'll see how he recovers from, I think he has a low ankle sprain, um, but doesn't appear to be serious. He's another guy I like quite a bit. And uh, lastly, Cole Komet for the Bears. I think he's a 50, 60 reception guy this year. And he's somebody who's ranked outside the top 15. So he's another guy. Thank you very much, Mike. And that's it for today here on Sports Crunch. But we'll be back next week to recap week two of NFL preseason play, plus discuss all the latest news and notes from around the National Football League. So stay tuned. Meanwhile, be sure to follow Mike on Twitter once again at First Stop Fantasy. That's 1ST Stop Fantasy. You can also follow me on Twitter at DCROM59 and on Instagram at Sports Crunch with DCROM. And remember, that's Crunch with a K. For Mike Denty, this is David Cromwell saying so long, stay awesome, stay safe, stay sane. And if you haven't done so yet, please, please, please get your COVID-19 vaccine. I promise you that it will literally help save your life. Take care, cats and kittens, and stay cool.